Welcome to Imagine Radio, featuring insights and opinions from thought leaders and subject matter experts in the HIM and healthcare industry to help you stay educated and informed. This is Imagine Radio. I'm your host, Todd Youngblood. Welcome back. Our next guest should be an interesting conversation. Please welcome Nancy Herschel. She's Vice President of HIM for Streamline Health. Nancy, thanks for swinging by. Thank you for having me. And it should be fun. It should be fun. Could you give us just a quick overview of Streamline Health? What's it all about? Streamline is a software company that's been around for a long, long time providing content management and other solutions. And last year acquired our company that was a services business. So we provide subject matter expertise and auditing and all those things that really make Streamline, I I think, a very well-rounded organization. And we're working now to fully realize some of the products that we were working on before acquisition. So we're looking at um, taking augmented intelligence human intelligence and and those of of machine and helping the HIM space become smarter, work better, and improve results and outcomes. Interesting. As I listen to you describe that, I can see the connections to the presentation you're giving here at at the AHIMA conference. Is that tomorrow? Yes, it's tomorrow. But uh, bridging the gap between coding and revenue integrity. Give us a little insight, a couple of highlights of what you're going to talk about. Well, I think the basic premise is that in 2017, coding is so many things to so many people, and revenue integrity is so many things to so many people. (laughs) Right. And I think that at this time in our niche and in our space, we need to discover and build on those things that are going to make what we do really meaningful and truly important as we move forward in in an advanced technology world. So coding is viewed as many different things depending on who the the viewer is. Mm -hmm. If you talk to a CFO, he may think of revenue codes. If you talk to an HIM person, they'll think of a diagnosis code. And if you you talk to a pharmacy technician, they'll think of a a drug language code. So I think this is really about how we view ourselves as clinical data specialists and clinical data analysts and not as coding professionals. Well, all of those perspectives are correct. Are they they not? They are. It's just the perception when an organization starts discussing coding practice. One might default and and assume in this environment that we're talking about HIM coding. Mm -hmm. But that's not necessarily the case. It's an incomplete picture. Correct. And we have so many things that are measured and determined now by codes that are either electronically assigned or point of service that are not trained professionals that I think that we really need to define what coding is and then evolve from being coders to codators. That's my term. Codators. Give us some insight on, on the derivation. Critical of thinking that. for those people who are looking at clinical data coders right now to see their role advancing as auditors and subject matter experts rather than heads down production. And I think that understanding and part of the presentation tomorrow is really going to be addressing all the different elements and features and factors that are affected by the work that the traditional HIM coding professional. I'm really does. intrigued by this notion of critical thinking. Is that a typical skill set of the current coders that are out there? I can see from the expression on your face that the answer is maybe not. I mean, that's a tough transition, I think, for some folks to make. It is. It is. And I think one of the things that we really need to work on, and even if you saw in the HIMA handout that's in the bag that we all got and we checked in, is 
And I think it's very interesting that my presentation is called Bridging. Right. Bridging. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. It's, it's bridging what we do now to, you know, what we need to do and what who we need to be in the future. So I forgot, Todd, what your question <laughs> no, it was. It's, it's someone who, who is, oh, critical thinking. is geared to doing a job and, and doing coding and getting it right and being accurate and being productive at it. Is They, they may or may not have that skill set mm-hmm. to kind of, I hate to say outside the box. It's such a no, cliche, but I mean, I can't think of a better way to express it. Oh, it's so, true. How are you helping folks? make that transition? Well, I think we certainly do that with education and we do that when we provide auditing services, but I think we're really doing that in the software that we're developing that provides advice and guidance for coders, for HIM professionals to be able to understand if A and B are together, deductive reasoning, if-then stuff, Mm -hmm. to be able to see past the easy one-step process. And that really is, I think, one of the things that is going to help us a lot. Is that what you were referring to earlier when you said augmented intelligence? Yes. I mean, yes. that goes hand in hand yep. with it. And it, mm-hmm. it's primarily software driven? Is that? It's a combination of human intelligence and, and software application. And that's what is so interesting to me about it is that it's not artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. It, it's not a machine doing it for you. It, it's really a combination of our years of understanding critical thinking and then putting it into an application that will help someone who may not be there yet to get it. Because what we really want to see is, from a business perspective, and I'm, my boss is standing right out there, but anyway, is diminishing returns. Do you need to salute or something no, before we go on? No, okay, just and I can kneel <laughs> um, But really looking at diminishing returns and saying we can improve critical thinking and help the coding professional understand what he or she does has a lot more significance than just an AR day. Because gotcha. right now, most of our niche is really focused on getting a bill dropped, right. whether you're in a physician office or in a hospital. And that's, it is what it is. What's your perception of the state of the art of the, the augmented intelligence? I mean, are we, is it in its infancy? Is it kind of an adolescent? I think that augmented intelligence is in late adolescence. And I think that we have lots of exciting things to come with it. I kind of gravitate a little bit more towards augmented because there is human involvement. Right, right. Um, I think AI... I, I agree with you, by the way. I think that that's if you depend on the machine, I mean, you're going to get the same result over and over and well, over. Well, you know what Einstein said right. or whoever. But I think there's a need for artificial intelligence. It's, it's a question of how we can control that in healthcare to help us deliver the outcomes out that we're looking for. I think the role of the coding professional today, and that was something that we're going to talk about in the presentation tomorrow, is understanding that their role and function is so much more complicated right. than they think it is. And any decision that they make, a human makes, mm-hmm. is going to have far-reaching ramifications all the way out to the patient. And yes. I, I think that that's something that in the heads-down production world that HIM generally lives in that we forget about. It's a different world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. it's a different world. Let's shift focus a little bit. We talked about the definitions of coding. Let's let's shift to reg- revenue integrity. Same kind of issues on that side of the fence? Yeah, I think revenue integrity probably is a new buzzword for compliance, but I think compliance tends to uh, connotate um, negative. You can't do this and you shouldn't do that. And we have to be in concert with so-and-so. And I think revenue integrity really addresses, and we have revenue integrity departments now instead of revenue management. Mm-hmm. We have revenue integrity departments cropping up all over the country. Making sure that our practices, coding, billing, documentation, whatever it is that we do, 
generate the revenue, the reimbursement that is supported and is accurate and is compliant. So it's, it's not looking at you over this or you're under that. This is what we did and this is what we're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. And it really is about doing the right thing. And then my view on this is we're going to talk about it a little bit tomorrow too, is not only doing the right thing, but doing it right. Efficiency and effectiveness. You've yes. got to have both sides of the you coin. Do. We're getting short on time here, Nancy, but if uh, You're I want so to I want to pick your brain. That's what my mom says. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the only one that says it. What just if you could if you could get one thing, one best practice that was ubiquitously implemented uh, across the industry, what would that be? I think it would probably be a focus less on time from a production standard and focus more on, okay, here's, here's a better way to say it. qualitative data versus quantitative data. And I think if we spent a little bit more of our efforts on the quality side rather than the quantity side, I, I think we would see a lot of different things even in our political situation. Now. Well, it would, so. it would cause a different mode of thinking for <laughs> sure. For sure. Well, Nancy, we really are out of time here. Before I let you go, I want to make sure folks know how to get a hold of you. They can go to your presentation tomorrow to hear more about some of the topics we've been talking. But down the road, a month from now, if somebody wants to pick your brain a little bit, how can folks get a hold of you? They can just reach me at uh, nancy.herschel at streamlinehealth.net. And I will be more than happy to respond and answer any questions, comments. I always love to hear from people and um, really would enjoy any feedback from tomorrow's session. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you for having me. Nancy Herschel, Vice President HIM for Streamline Health. It was delightful to have you here. Thanks very much for stopping by. Thank you so much, Todd. That wraps this segment. On behalf of my guest, Nancy Herschel, I'm Todd Youngblood, Imagine Radio. Be back in just a few minutes. Imagine Radio. 